I think that we are actually recording. So good morning. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Hi, Holly. Do you want to introdu introduce yourself as our guest today? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, hi, my name is Ali. I am 21 years old and I'm from Ukraine. I have been living in the United States for three years now. I'm on my fourth year already. So, um, and one of the reasons why we thought you'd be a great guest today is because we are celebrating our country's birthday, um, 4th of July week, and we would just love to hear your perspective of what it was like growing up in the Ukraine versus what it's like now living in the United States. So tell me a little bit about what it looked like growing up in your country. First of all, okay. first of all, can you, can you tell me a little bit of reference point of where Ukraine is? I know it's probably up by <laughs> Russia, but. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, Kirsten. Yes. Well, if speaking of the geographical position, Ukraine is considered as the uh, like um, center of Europe, like literally it's the center of Europe, but okay. Ukraine is not a part of European Union right now, I think. I think we did sign up some kind of association with the European Union uh, back in 2014, but or maybe 2012, but I'm not sure about that. Um, uh, I'm from the town, which is called the Parisia, shortly for ZPC. This is how people call it. ZP. Okay. <laughs> and what's, what's the uh, landscape like? Is it mountainous or flat? Well, it's like United States. <laughs> the <laughs> a little bit of everything. Part, yeah, the western <laughs> part mostly mountains. The um, the southeast is mostly like flat plains, like North Dakota. Looks exactly same. Like especially my city's nature looks same as uh, North Dakota's nature. Then on east we have two seas, Black Sea and Azov Sea. Uh, we used to have um, a Crimea island, but in uh, 2014 it was occupied by Russians, so we no longer have it. But it used to be a part of Ukraine for a pretty long time. Uh, Ukraine is located on, I want to say, west east of uh, Russia. So um how can i explain it better the that's okay we can look at a map so, yeah so do you, do you um go into russia are you a, like is that part of like growing up would you travel into russia or i do have some relatives in russia i think my my grandfather he's uh from russia um my Family did travel to Russia a long time ago to visit their family over there, but I never gone there. So okay. I, I, I don't know how it looks like there. <laughs> sure, sure. It's just, it's fascinating to me that, um, like, we just go up to Canada, or we go down to Mexico, or, you know, we're so fluid as to, like, going into the other, the other country. So I was just wondering if you had restrictions on that, but. Uh, oh, good job, Kristen. Yeah, thank you. Yes, that that's Ukraine. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You and can see Romania, Poland, and other countries. Okay, yeah, that, that gives me a really, really yeah. good reference. Yeah, so, for sure. So, growing up 
like regular school, kindergarten to 12th grade, is the education system similar? Actually, it is different. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, if we compare United States and Ukraine and the educational system. Um, like in the United States, uh, you have elementary school, you have middle school, you have high school, you have kindergarten, which is, uh, I think, pre-K, also considered, uh, like, divided into pre-K. Um, in Ukraine, the school, like middle school, elementary school, and high school, it's all same building, same kind of school. So it's not, like, divided into that kind. Um, so my school was very interesting <laughs> uh, our main floor was mostly elementary school then the second floor was the uh, middle school and the third floor was high school there were maybe about um 250 students in my school and usually uh students study for 11 years it used to be 12 year it used to be a 12 year educational um system now it's 11 and uh, after ninth grade you have a chance to leave your school and go to college after ninth grade wow yeah yeah so you're about 15 16 years old and you can go to college and study there for two years get associate degree and then you can apply for university you can enroll in university uh, and or study another two years and get bachelor degree so you it's, could be by 20 you would be done with four years yes. of college that's fascinating yeah. yeah so did you have to pay yeah for and college? it's also confusing yeah <laughs> yes I, but i didn't leave after ninth year so I stayed there till 11th grade so I didn't have to go to college so I applied right away to university okay for a bachelor that, degree is that how you ended up in the United States was through education yes yeah so what brought you here I mean I, know um, I, I was an exchange student through work and travel program have you ever heard about it the work and travel. Sorry, I have some. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we can. Yeah, I do an apologize. My phone just died. <laughs> <laughs> Modern technology. Yeah. So you, so at school brought you here. Yes. Yes. So when you are in the university you have a chance to apply for some kind of educational program um, all over the world they let they uh, give that opportunity to all the students and i was on my second year of call of the university let let's say it's college it's yeah, more yeah. it's gonna be more convenient for you to understand yeah. uh, so i was in my second year of college and um the my um mentor said oh you want to apply for this 
for this uh, educational programs in the United States for just summertime. You'll come there as an exchange student, work for a little bit and travel and come back. I was like, well, why not to try? It doesn't hurt to try. So I applied. I didn't even uh, think I will pass because uh, I think every year less and less students come into the United States mm-hmm. um, because um, the simple reason why is because a lot of students stay here either legally or illegally and the president of the United States doesn't like it. So that's basically the reasons why the like capacity of students gets shortened up. Yeah, because we used to have a huge um, program where students would come and um, go to our schools and do the work program. So I didn't realize that the numbers were down um, with our new, well, not new, but with our president. But you made it and you came over here. Yeah. And you I went to New Jersey, New York. Where no, no. Uh, my uh, my designated city was uh, uh, Ocean City, Maryland. So this is where I lived and work worked. Um, I think I had one job in Ocean City, Maryland, and I had second job in Fenwick Island, Delaware. So those are two cities like Fargo Moorhead. Yeah. They're like so close to each other mm-hmm. and I could just ride my bike over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's where you met Nick. Well, I met Nick in Philadelphia. Okay. That's another story. <laughs> <laughs> so I spent the summertime in the ocean city and um, I had just a little time to travel. And I have some relatives in Philadelphia, so I've decided to go there and uh, let them show me around, uh, around at least East Coast. Um, so, yeah, I went to Philadelphia and stayed with my family for quite some time before I had to leave. And this is when I met Nick, my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Who brought you back to the beautiful country or city of Fargo? Yeah. Well, yeah, originally I did not have intentions on staying in here. I thought I'm going to spend here summertime, travel, go back to Ukraine, maybe try it next year, see if uh, if they let me do that. If not, okay, that's fine. I'm going to try something else, go to, I know, Europe, go to France, Italy, whatever country. Uh, but yeah, after I was done with my program, I was supposed to leave the country, but, um, I decided to go to the college here. Back in Ukraine, I studied psychology, so the mental part of a human. And then I was like, what? I want to try study met like the become a nurse and study the physical part of human mm-hmm. why not and so i applied to um harrisburg area community college from philadelphia i moved to my friends friends to harrisburg pennsylvania where i lived for about half a year before i moved to fargo and i was waiting for uh the USCIS to accept my request 
and they, they never did it. They were transferring my case throughout the entire country, and then I think it got lost. And while I was waiting, it took me about six, seven months. Um, like my relationship with my husband were developing mm -hmm. naturally. So he, he asked me if I want to come visit him. And then I came to Fargo um, two years ago to visit him. And then I came back to Pennsylvania and then he popped up question. He said, hey, do you want to move in here? Um, and then I moved back. I moved to Fargo. <laughs> two years ago <laughs> and you're and you've gone into the nursing um program haven't you like you yes. are in that right field now. now yeah right now i work as a cna in the nursing home i'm still deciding if i want to become an rn uh so i've decided to start as a cna just like get my food in the door a little bit mm -hmm. and figure out if I like it or not. Yeah. What, um, what's, what do you like about the United States now that you've lived Secur here for a while? What is it? Security. Oh. Versus what? What's that? Oh, pretty mean? much everything. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, um, do you, yeah, do, you uh, we, do you think we have a better life here than where you in the Ukraine? Um, yeah, I think so. I can state it. Yeah. Okay. Here's life is better, even though it's pretty much the same. You have same um, uh, routine. Everyone goes to work. Everyone goes to school. Everyone's go home. Uh, the difference is the only difference is in the culture. But yeah, the life is uh, pretty much the same, even better here. Um, like, for example, I'm not afraid of walking late night, like down the street. I'm not afraid that someone's gonna rape me. I know that uh, rape happens here and murders happen here. Crime happens here. Uh, but in Ukraine is more frequent and it's just more like a, the matter of whether you're lucky or not really so, yeah mm -hmm. and and so when you see all of this police stuff that's going on um in our in the, our country right now you're probably thinking you guys have it pretty good because where you're from they don't have that protection like we yeah. have yes, interesting that's so uh, so when you married Nick, then did did you automatically become a citizen? Is that how that works, or what's what's the process? No, the process takes quite a long time. After you get married, you apply for a uh, petition of relative. So you um, send an application that you now have a new relative, aka wife or husband. And then that gives you a chance to apply for green card. And then after you got interview for green card and you have green card, you can apply for citizenship. I think within uh, three years after marriage, no, 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 three years after they issued the green card to you. 
So the entire process of uh, becoming a, a citizen takes about five years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's where are, you, where are you at with the process? Uh, my case is ready to be scheduled for an interview. Uh, right now, uh, the USCIS is run behind because of the COVID. They closed the office for quite a long time and they just reopened it maybe in the beginning of June. So I have no idea when my uh, case will be scheduled for the interview, but hopefully yeah, they'll do it's, it. Right. Besides security, do you guys, um, or in the Ukraine, do you have the opportunity to build your own wealth? And, um, you know, like Nick being in real estate can just flourish in that if he chooses, or you can be a business owner, or we just seem to have so much opportunity. Do you have that in Ukraine? Or is it pretty uh, structured and what's that called when you're like held in like middle class and lower income and the higher class elite like do you have classifications yes you do it's basically same yeah lower class middle class and wealthy people <laughs> yeah do you have um the opportunity to work your way up like we do in the united states uh it probably depends on the person but most of the time um Uh, it's really hard to get up that career ladder uh, because of corruption. Right. And they, like here, you can show your employer that you're a hardworking person and then they're going to, I don't know, give you, um, they're going to raise your pay or give you some benefits or they're going to do something about it. Right. Just to compliment you for your hard job. Well, in Ukraine, no one's going to do that. And the simple uh, reason is just because people get paid per month. So here you get paid per hour and you know your worth. You know what you're doing and you know that you're secure, that you'll get that, I don't know, like $20 per hour for sure. Well, in Ukraine, you can um, work one day, second day you may be late, third day you may not come to work, uh, fourth day you may stay longer because you have some job to do, but the, the pay is going to be same no matter how many hours you work. So it, like you're on a salary over there is kind of how it works. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're stuck, basically. I mean, you're set. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. How mm -hmm. about the healthcare system? If you're sick, do you have insurance or is it a um, national healthcare system? Uh, the, I'm not sure as of right now if they have any kind of um, insurance going on there, but insurance policies, um, the life insurance is not really popular. Yeah. Not a lot of people are willing to pay money for insurance. The better go to the hospital pay out of pocket and the healthcare is um, divided into two um, two kinds one kind is the public health so you can go to hospital public hospital 
and they won't charge you at all, no matter what you're doing. And the second um, kind is the uh, private health. Uh, yeah, private health. So this is basically you go to uh, the PhD somewhere in the office and then they charge you for whatever they did to you. Right. And you out of pocket. But mostly the healthcare is free there. Wow. What do you uh, miss most about not being home? I miss my family a lot. Yeah. The life is pretty much the same, but I really miss my family. Is there any chance that your family would trickle over to the United States? They may come visit me. Um, they they are not willing to immigrate here. That's they. I think it's just late for them to do yeah. that. They are in their forties. They already uh, have some kind of life established in Ukraine, and they want to leave it. Those roots, right? Um, they might come visit me. I don't know when. Probably when the COVID is gonna be gone, but. Um, or maybe me and Nick will visit them sometime next year, yeah. hopefully. What um, what um, excites you the most about staying in the United States besides security and a chance to move up and um, we touched on education and health a little bit. Like if someone said the one thing that makes you excited to stay here. <laughs> the um, ten, the opportunities here, they are higher for sure than anywhere else. You yeah. have an opportunity, you create your own life here. Yeah, so true. It, and we, and living here, so oftentimes we take that for advantage. Like we don't even realize mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, for sure. So interesting. I know. So interesting. Well, we'll wrap up so that you can, I know you worked an overnight so that you can (laughs) get to bed, but I so appreciate you sharing Mm -hmm. what it's like your whole process of becoming a United States citizen and why you love this country. And um, Kirsten, do you have anything to follow up with? No, not at this. No, it's just an interesting story for sure. It's good to, to get those perspectives, especially in this day and age. For sure. So thank you. And um, we'll see you soon, I hope. Yeah, thank you so much for this conversation. I appreciate it. You bet. Have a great 4th of July. Thank you. Happy 4th of July. Bye. 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 Bye.